0: section 81 of the world war this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org the world story volume 15 the world war edited by horatio w dresser section 81 red cross rest barracks 1917 by elizabeth fraser the following is from an account of the red cross work in france by an american reporter who was permitted to visit the various centers of activity after the arrival of the united states forces the editor in due course i received my and then did not have to use it once throughout the entire trip the sentries at the outskirts of the villages signaled with their rifles for us to slow up but when they saw croix rouge painted across the front of our car they waved us on with friendly smiles we were americans allies as we followed along deeper into the country the roads became noticeably better and we were to discover later as we progressed toward the front that the food also grew better and cheaper excellent meals at half paris prices later we passed long patient transport lines camions and artillery trucks and horses weaving in long gray undulations towards some invisible goal we whirled through little villages thick with troops en repos the country was beautiful with green little gems of valleys soft rounded hills and slow ample streams lined with poplars flowing as smoothly as a canal sheep in the meadows cows in the clover tow-headed girls tending geese old men whipping the streams for trout the whole affair intimate sun-steeped cosy with an air of fine tranquillity that made the reports of the desperate fighting behind the slopes toward the north seem like a sinister nightmare over all this country the germans had poured but nevertheless only a few scattered or fallen crosses in fields of grain and poppies mark the invasion the harvests this year are excellent that it is not a bumper crop is due to the fact that the shoulders of the women of france are not quite strong enough to drive the plough to its deepest furrows but there is an abundance of wheat barley and potatoes at c we stopped to visit a canteen operated by the red cross the largest and most complete of its kind in france conceive gigantic barracks light spacious and decorated with beauty and dash the young frenchman who designed the interior color schemes of this building won the prix de rome and since the war has turned his art into making camouflage protective designs for french guns and camions the barracks are about evenly divided into three sections dining-room rest-room and dortoir or sleeping-quarters here a french soldier arriving from the front and infested by the terrible crawling plague from the trenches may take a hot bath get his uniform disinfected while he is doing so procure clean underwear have a shave and if he is hungry dine this meal simple and nourishing and based upon what the soldiers like costs about fourteen cents if the soldier has it if he is temporarily broke a ticket man at the door will mend matters placed as the building is directly at the railroad station of c one of the busiest transportation centers of the war zone where from twelve thousand to twenty thousand troops pass through daily and perhaps twice that number during an offensive this canteen serves thousands with the various necessities of life the value of such an establishment so placed that it catches all the men coming and going is inestimable good food baths beds a pleasant room to write or rest in these will be priceless comforts indeed through the coming winter heretofore nothing had been done for these men save to serve them coffee and while they waited for their trains to the front or to the rear there was nothing for it but to sit for hours on the wooden benches their heavy kits dragging down their shoulders weary statues of patient immobility or betake their way to the lower quarters of the town where vice has mobilized itself for the occasion the french government realizing the gravity of this situation and its immediate reaction upon the morale of the troops has cooperated with the red cross in designating certain big transportation centers and erecting these barracks given the building the red cross then furnishes the interior fittings the personnel the funds and gets to work on cold days aside from the meal in the dining-room the red cross also serves coffee from the platform to thousands of troops en route who may not descend from the trains as an extension of this same kind of work with the french troops the red cross is also sustaining just back of the first-line trenches canteens for the men in the trenches the french have twenty-one such canteens the red cross has promised to duplicate that number which will swing an unbroken line of coffee clubs along the entire french army working in abris or underground shelters often under fire these canteen men serve hot coffee to the detachments of troops constantly circulating between the first lines and the rear in each abris, an american works with a frenchman there exists at washington a sort of agreement between the leaders of the red cross and those of the y m c a that the social welfare of the american soldier shall belong to the y m c a ill or wounded he automatically becomes the charge of the red cross but well and strong he is the y m c a s particular job Thus during those first rainy homesick weeks of the pioneer american army in france it was the duty of the y m c a to provide recreation centers where the soldiers could gather at night read play games or write home for in the men's billets no lights were allowed end of section eighty one